With the Kroger Plus card, it's easy to get lower than low prices, which adds up to big savings for the win. You also earn fuel points on every purchase, which means you win big at the pump. The Kroger Plus card, all you do is win big, big savings. Sign up now at Kroger.com and start saving. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Savings may vary by state. Fuel restrictions apply. And now, shop what you love and save $2 on each participating item when you buy three or more with your card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Gorgeous gaming, stunning streams, unbelievable bandwidth. It's another Lifestyles of Gagillionaires. Meet the AT&T Fiber customers winning at life with hyper gig speeds. Meet Gagillionaire Terry. While his love of streaming horror movies has him constantly on the edge of his seat, his internet bill won't give him a scare. Oh, don't go in there. I'm telling you. Because since Terry upgraded to AT&T Fiber with hyper gig speeds, he doesn't worry about data caps or equipment fees. Come on, man. The door's open for a reason. And best yet, he also doesn't stress about a price increase at 12 months. Because with the amazing Gagillionaire lifestyle comes an exquisite sense of tranquility. <laughs> Most of the time. Live like a Gagillionaire. Get straightforward pricing with AT&T Fiber. Internet that upgrades everything. No data caps, no equipment fees, and no price increase at 12 months. Limited availability in select areas. Visit att.com slash hypergig for details. Ready for the interview, and if you get a cue, live on a laptop, watch what I'm gonna do. Welcome to the show, let them know we got a point of view. Hey, yo, let's have a combo. Say what you feel, be real, that's the motto. Real talk, pronto, Dr. D, PhD, hit the intro. Hold up, wait, gotta be social, network, global, a home for the locals. Gotta be social, network, global, a home for the locals. I was struck by some commentary that I heard when I was watching Hard Knocks. For those of you who are unfamiliar, Hard Knocks is a program on HBO where they go and do a deep dive uh, into NFL, an NFL football team that they profile during uh, training camp. And during the training camp, you get kind of the main players and kind of um, people who um, or players who you know, may or may not make the team just basically dives into the culture of the team as they head into the season and a kind of a behind the scenes look and the coach uh, of the team, which was the Detroit lions is Dan Campbell, real motivating guy, a uh, big dude, uh, but really ended up liking him based off of the series. You know, that's what they're projecting, but it seems like a really awesome guy. And I love that all the players, uh, all the coaches were former players, which I thought made a really interesting segue into or connection into the current players on the team. But one of the, I think the biggest aspects of the show is when they cut down the roster to the 53 man roster. And this is the roster of active players that'll play during the season to make the team. And one of the players comes in and coach Campbell um, lets this player know that he's been cut and he wishes him well. And the player asks, is there anything else I could have done uh, to maybe make the team? And he, he says something that I think sometimes we need to tell people and we also need to be okay with it, which is that you did everything that you could and sometimes your best isn't good enough. So that's the theme of this conversation today is sometimes your best is not good enough. I know that often, especially in, in what is projected or what you may see, 
what could be in your algorithm or what is put out by a larger media in different circumstances is that, you know, just do your best and you'll get what you want. If you try hard and if you manifest these things, it will happen for you or that the universe will give you what you're looking for. You drummed it up because you thought about it. Well, I mean, it's a nice sentiment to have, and it's certainly more positive, but I don't see that as a realistic aspect of living. Um, it has a lot of prosperity gospel to it. Just believe it and it'll happen. The sentience of the universe will give you what you want. And I often push back on this with many of my guests who say these things, because it's very important that we clarify the things that we say and that there's so much more nuance to the things that we say. Just because you want something doesn't mean it's going to happen for you. Just, believe, just because you believe that you will receive something doesn't mean that you will receive it. And sometimes, no matter how hard you try, no matter how well you put your best foot forward, sometimes it's not good enough. This is a lesson that I think is so important, uh, not only for adults, but also for children. And it's not a lesson of defeat or uh, this fatalistic lesson or a lesson that, oh, so you're telling people that uh, they can't succeed. That's not what I'm saying. You can succeed, especially after failing. Failure is not a bad thing. Failure often teaches you something if you allow it and can be propellant towards the next thing that you're going to do, whether successful or not, but it can propel you towards a direction. You don't get everything you want in life and things are not always fair. And sometimes you can scratch, you can claw, and you can work your tail off. You can give everything you can to something and it just may not be good enough. When I was in college, I was a track and field athlete. I was a scholarship track and field athlete. Out of high school, I was really good. I won a lot. And I had better talent than a lot of people that I ran against. And I also had tremendous work ethic. I was successful. I was a top-ranked high school-rated uh, athlete and ended up going to James Madison University, uh, Division I school, track and field, and where I had a huge wake-up call related to this concept. I did the same things I always did. I worked really hard. I always had very good talent. But I was also now in an environment where I had people around me who were more talented than me, exceedingly more talented than me, stronger than me, faster than me. And maybe some of them didn't work as hard as I did, but they had more talent than I did. And I would go out there every single week after working as hard as I could, especially after my freshman year. I had a rough freshman year. It was a hard adjustment, but I got into it after that, really got my rhythm down, my timing down, practice habits down. I gave everything I had from there on out. And I didn't win a lot. I did win sometimes, and it was thrilling. It was exciting. But I had a lot of losses. I took a lot of L's. That was really difficult for me. I was used to winning a lot. I gave everything I had. I got up early. 5, 6 a.m. pool practice, studied extremely hard, 
went out to our running practice, ran controlled, but gave a lot of effort, went to our weightlifting sessions, did everything our strength coaches asked of us. I got eight hours of sleep a night. I ate pretty decently for a collegiate athlete. I went out there and I lost a lot. I lost a lot. I gave everything I had. And sometimes it just wasn't good enough to be on a bigger stage. And as I got older, when I, throughout the time, especially I got to my senior year and experienced a lot more winning-based success during that time, which was uh, very satisfying. And the last race I ever ran, uh, Relay, we won the IC4A championship, uh, which was really exciting and thrilling. And we had worked from being a last place team all the way to a first place team over a four-year period. That was great. But still, I lost a lot that year too. And losing teaches you something. Friends, if you've never lost, if you've never worked incredibly hard on something and failed at it or lined up in the arena, knowing that you've done everything you can and realized that your best wasn't good enough, if you haven't experienced that, you haven't taken yourself to the top of what you could become. There's really no participation trophies in life, no matter what anyone tells you. Sometimes you can give everything you have and never receive the thing you want the most. Let me repeat that again. Sometimes you can give everything you have, mind, body, spirit, soul, to whatever endeavor you choose to pursue, and you may never receive it. Maybe no one's ever told you that before. Maybe they haven't. It's not a fatalistic view of going towards something. It's a realistic view. And sometimes you do give every sing single thing you have. You give all the effort. You give all your might, all your brain power. And sometimes you do accomplish the thing you set out to do exactly as it is. If you lived life for any long stretch, you know that life is a windy road, not a straight line. Nothing's linear in life. No matter what you may be told or what you see on any media or any social media, anything you see, no matter what you see, nothing is straightforward. Nothing's linear. It's a windy road. It's ups and downs. And in that process, it's important to know that there will be times you will, you will succeed incredibly well. You will go beyond what you thought you could do. You will be surprised by the success that you have in something you're doing. And maybe it'll be something unexpected. But friends, it's also, there's also going to be times when you give everything. You literally give everything. You scratch and claw and you don't get what you want. You don't get everything you want in life. It's just true. Ask anybody you know, have they received every single thing they've wanted in life? Have they worked incredibly hard for something and gotten that thing every time, no matter what it is? I don't know that person. But it's important to let people know both the good and the bad and the in-between. Sometimes you're going to succeed. 
and have incredible success. And it's going to align with your hard work and your determination and your smarts about something. And sometimes you're not going to get what you want and you're going to exhibit those same qualities and your best is not going to be good enough. That's an important lesson, but it doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't make you a great person either. It's just the reality sometimes. You can give your all to everything you push towards, and it may not happen. That's life. But it shouldn't prevent you from continuing to give the effort that you could give towards that goal. Many of the most successful, and success is very relative to each person, but on a larger macro scale of success, many successful people have given everything they've had over and over again and have not received the thing that they want. Or maybe it took them 10, 15 years to get there. You have to be okay with the time quotient on this. Sometimes doing something that you really want is going to take a long time. Friends, there's no shortcuts in life. There's no hacks to being great. You may watch a YouTube show over and over again about how to hack yourself to a better life. What's the shortcuts? You won't be great through that. Getting what you want is difficult. And again, it may not ever happen. But one of the better ways to make that happen is through repetition. It's not glamorous. It's ugly often. And it's often done in the dark by yourself. And even then, you may not get to the level that you want to go. But I can tell you one thing, you won't get there without trying. So in the end, give the effort, do everything you can. And sometimes that's going to equal the success that you thought would happen. And sometimes your best is not going to be good enough. Thanks for listening to another segment of Dr. D's Social Network. And I hope you guys have a great rest of your day.